0: somebody was like hawking a loogie no i'm trying not to sneeze oh (laughs) all right we're gonna try again three two one back to Joystick and Mouse, video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by crossing the gaming community with me as always, Diddy. Howdy, folks. And Jay dimes What's up? Oh, my God, we hear you this time because we figured out what was wrong. If you've been listening to past episodes lately, I'm so happy to see that we've got this fixed. Gentlemen, uh, welcome to today's episode. It's good to see you guys. Uh, It is episode 97. We're getting
1: close to this whole hundred thing, by the
0: way. We yeah, you know, out. my buddy, my buddy. Yeah, uh, we are.
1: Uh, hit me up the other day, and he was like, "I can't believe y'all are almost at a hundred episodes." I was like, "Yeah, man." And he said, "What are y'all gonna do?" I said, "I don't know." I said, "It would be great if we could all be together, but I don't think this COVID's gonna let us be great." I know
0: it's it kind of it kind of sucks, but we'll we'll have to figure that out. Let's take the next couple of weeks to think about it and and really make something special. But in the meantime, uh, you know we got, we got quite a story to talk about today. Microsoft had quite the roller coaster of a day on friday they announced that they were going to double the price of their xbox live gold membership and uh set the internet ablaze of course as it does and microsoft did something great they listened and so we're going to talk about what happened what this means for the bigger picture of the subscription services in gaming on today's episode of joystick and mouse um and by the way today is january 25th of 2021 um before we really jump into the news, um, I'm not gonna get naked on camera. Uh look at this though. Hold on. I got a new tattoo. Eh, you can't see it too well. It's on internet. Eh, there it is. Huh, eh, eh. It says Jacob and it's an arrow. Um I got a, a, a tattoo for my baby boy. Wait, I can do it like this. You guys can see it a little bit easier like this, maybe. If you're on if you're live on Twitch right now, you can see it says Jacob right under aria's tattoo so i got this tattoo of an arrow with his name through it because it is symbolic of everything that my family went through if you listen to the dad chronicle and you're familiar with everything that goes on in my life which i'm pretty transparent about on social media we uh we dealt with a lot in 2020 not just from covid we also had a miscarriage um a lot of challenges just as a family uh, dealing with all that. And a baby boy came along the way, not to say that the baby fixed everything. It was a lot of hard work on Deanna and my part, but we got through, um, a hell of a year and it is kind of symbolic of our ability to kind of come out of that. And Jacob was just such a blessing in that, uh, in that year. And, and here he is over two months old now, time flies. Can't believe it. So I got a little tattoo for him time flies time flies and by the way oh getting a tattoo on your chest by the way kind of sucks and i didn't know it hurt that bad i didn't remember Stop. hurting on aria that bad but uh, it, it didn't hurt right here until it got right it's not that bad no no, no. as soon as it gets done as soon as it gets right down here to the chest plate that I, sucks that goes from here to there <laughs> that sucked and then right down here in my armpit kind of like where he had to stretch the skin a little bit okay down there that hurts <laughs> Everything else was fine. And I was like, I don't remember tattoos hurting this bad. And then, and then, uh, yeah. Being you know, I'm ready for my fifth, I got to get a fifth. I got to get. I, I'm else. working
2: on. I'm, I'm working. Oh, okay. Set tattoo aside for a second. Yeah. Your, your kid segue, young son goes into. It was a pretty rough week for me. Was it? So, my. My oldest son turned thirty mm. on one Friday, last Friday. So thirty.
0: You have a thirty-year-old. I have a
2: thirty-year-old son. I was like, it—it it sort of hit me pretty hard. I was like, damn. Yeah, his son <laughs> is only now, ten
1: years younger than I am, it's like, two years, when three, three hell years did younger. That happened. Damn. I was like Don.
0: What's going on? And what's on really
2: here? bad is they're all they're all there. Like next one next year it'll be the daughter, and a year after that it'll be the the youngest son.
0: Oh, I thought gazi was uh was the youngest for some reason.
2: Nope. No No, she's in between.
0: Okay. So wait, Zach is the youngest then.
2: Zach is the youngest. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay, got it. And Zach's been
2: Zach's been one though.
0: The show yeah travis is right don looks great for 85 um <laughs> yeah, really? in fact he's actually 93 believe it or not travis which is mind-blowing so he looks you know, even younger than he actually is
1: so funny thing um my sister finally listened to an episode of the podcast last week and she remarked that she was surprised at how old Diddy was and my buddy Drew, who, who also listens to the podcast pretty regularly, uh, also said the same thing. He was like, I would have never guessed that he was that old. I was like, yeah. For know. the listeners at home, how old are you, Diddy? Uh, 58. 58. I think it, it happened because we had that conversation about Social Security. When oh. we were talking, I, what was that? That was two episodes ago. And um, Oh, maybe, like, yeah. Hold on, he's that close to it? not far not yeah. far
0: not, yeah you know, but would you would you dip into that right away by the way because I know some people don't want to yeah. dip into it right away
2: no nope. no yeah no I I plan on going as long as as they'll let me stick around yeah
1: <laughs> yeah my dad I think my dad waited till 65. he waited yeah. until it's pretty so it was pretty 65 or I I can't remember whatever the age is where like you've maxed 65. out how much they can get they'll give you back
2: it used to be 65 now it's 67 um
1: nah he didn't uh, wait till 67 though i don't think
2: but so i i probably am going to try to make it to six uh to 65 and then go do something part-time i don't know what yeah maybe you know maybe something in it uh go um
0: do uh, uh go be a walmart greeter man that's I'd what uh, Deanna, Deanna always told her dad growing up that she always wanted her dad to be a Walmart
2: dealer. I always said that, "Dad, I'm gonna go hand out stickers at Walmart. What, yeah. Listen, I
1: don't listen <laughs> if if you're gonna if if before you become a Walmart greeter, I would say why don't you check uh for positions of working the lot at Costco or being a greeter at Costco because it pays infinitely better. And you get yeah, it's maybe. Costco um, perks.
2: Yeah, I was thinking maybe I'm going to go do something like Scrum Master or oh. something oh, yeah. like
0: that.
2: Nice. Very nice. Diddy wants to work hard. That's right. Instead of being a developer.
0: There you go. <laughs> well, folks, we do have an email from a listener. So You got mail. Yeah, why don't we get into the mail, Mr. Man, who just interrupted me. Thanks. Uh, Audie Norman, our friend, Audie, Audie. Uh, wrote in. Hey, fellas, okay, here's what I was thinking while you were talking about the Lucasfilm games stuff just when you guys were talking about, you know, a couple episodes ago. I was like, yeah, that's something we got to talk about. Indiana Jones. You're all focused on Tomb Raider Uncharted because they all hunt artifacts, but Indy isn't known for being a climber like those games as much as surviving situations uh, and sneaking around. So what if it's like a Metal Gear Solid game? Focusing on sneaking and then puzzles, sneaking around Nazi areas, maybe a couple of vehicle instances. I could see that. I could see that. I kind of dig that, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think we sort
2: of, sort of, if not said that outright, we sort of hinted that he's not really the athletic jump around, right. do the climbing the columns things.
0: But that's a great idea. Um, like, I didn't even think of Metal Gear Solid. But just I didn't as think like about espionage esque yeah. sort of. Th- like, if you think about, it, like, that's kind of what he's doing. He's like very sneaky. Uh, Another one, he talks about Willow. It should be some kind of RPG. It'd be fun as a Kingdom Hearts type, bash him up with the RPG elements. I'd be okay with a more standard RPG of some sort. I think that's how you want to handle Willow. Uh, By the way, I I agree wholeheartedly with that, Audie. I think that that's probably a better way to handle that. But Star Wars, uh, he says, whatever. You mentioned side-scroller, and my first (laughs) thought was Dead Cells. Maybe not a rogue-like, but that kind of uh, level design. I'd love to see a standard Scott Pilgrim, Battletoads, Streets of Rage type game. And I agree with Don, we need a Star Wars game in an era that we haven't seen, maybe in a new early era long, uh, long before the Republic, maybe even how the Jedi Order was first formed. There's just so much potential that has yet to be fully tapped when it comes to Star Wars games. And that kind of leads into like I've been reading The High Republic and that is a great book. The first book is out. I normally don't read books. They're normally against my religion because I fucking hate reading. And then I like
1: this one. <laughs> this is a cool freaking book. It's the one it's Charles cool. Soule wrote, right? It, yeah. It's, it's really on good. my. You know, he's, he's an attorney. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah that's his uh that's his full well it may not be his full-time job anymore shit i mean with this uh, dude he
0: he does a great job but i think that it's really interesting seeing the jedi in this era yoda's in it uh that's not really a spoiler he's his he's all over the artwork but you also um there's also this talk about uh taika ytt his new book or his new book his new movie coming out his solo star wars project there there's hints at it being at like the start of the jedi and like there's been no Jedi, and then all of a sudden, like they discover the Force and all of that. Um, so perhaps something in that era—that'd be rad. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that Star
2: be be Wars fun. book is next on my list if I ever finish the Sanderson book that I'm reading. Because good nice. God, is that thing long? Mm. Holy Moses!
0: Well, if you want to borrow it, hopefully I'm done by. Uh, no, I, I have it on my
2: kid I have it on the Kindle. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I actually pre-ordered the next book so that I would force myself to read it. Not that I need forcing at all because I genuinely look forward to reading it. I mean, who would have thought? I hate reading, but if I read something I enjoy, I like it. Who'd have thunk? Yeah, imagine that. Huh? Imagine that. Imagine that. But thank you, Audie, for uh, for writing and Appreciate you, my man. Uh, you go check out Oddly Normal One all over the internet. Audie is a, is a great illustrator. Uh, did some fun artwork for me and the family. Amazing. Amazing. Very good. All right, friends, we're here because we have news about Microsoft that we're going to share with you uh, that set the Internet ablaze on uh, on Friday. So let's jump right into it right now. It's time for the news. So what exactly happened? Friday, imagine the Internet set the scene, the Internet Twitter, uh, I don't know, Facebook, fucking CNET, you know, articles. Twitter. Uh, the uh, We had Microsoft um, announce that they were going to increase, and not just increase, but double the price of Xbox Live Gold. Um, a quick background on what Xbox Live Gold is, if in case you don't know, that is their service that allows them to you know like let people play on the internet with friends and and have that online experience um i said if you are a uh, so so in very specifically in the u.s a month uh, of xbox live gold jumped up a dollar to eleven dollars three months went up to five uh, went up five dollars to thirty dollars and then the six month membership went up to 20 uh, went up twenty dollars to sixty dollars if you remember, a one-year subscription was $60. So you do the math, everything doubled, basically, because if you were going to pay, you were getting six months for $60, it's kind of bullshit. So you're going to end up paying $120 for a year. And they kind of mysteriously, not mysteriously, they they didn't, you know, they, they actually discontinued the 12-month membership in last July, if you remember that. I actually needed reminding of that uh, from this story but uh here they are then all of a sudden on friday they hike up all the prices double and they said if you're an xbox live gold member already uh you stay at your current price for renewal uh new and existing members can continue to enjoy xbox live gold for the same prices they pay today in the u.s you know nine dollars and they went on to talk about the prices you'll no longer need an xbox um oh and then So, they said uh, that you won't need a subscription to fire up free to play games on Xbox. Uh, And that, uh, you know, basically that means that you would no longer need uh, a subscription to play like Fortnite, for instance, because that's free. Um, So, obviously, you know, everybody on the internet was like, wow, this is a great idea. Uh, Wow, uh, you know, Xbox is clearly, you know, hiking up these prices because they know exactly what we want. And it was actually a shit show. To, to quote my friend Taliesin, uh the internet went ablaze. they were all frustrated and they didn't um <laughs> they the internet did not like the fact that they were increasing the price It was also you know mentioned in the blog post that Microsoft released that they would be taking that money as companies do increase revenue increase you know r d you know investment back into the business and I get that but the uh the the immediacy Of that roi was not there there was not going to be any immediate like increased benefit necessarily of what they would get with an xbox live gold membership so microsoft did a very good thing on friday they rescinded that statement and they said nope we're no longer going to double the price of of xbox live gold um but we're gonna go ahead and and Keep true to what we said—that we will no longer uh, require anybody to pay for Xbox Live Gold if they're playing free-to-play games on our platform. So that was a very good turn, but you know, this kind of brings up the broader question uh, about, you know, like, kind of, what did that, what, what did that do to us as you know from a response perspective like as gamers uh and it kind of got us thinking like where is that now Uh, the bigger question like what opportunities do some of these providers have to actually increase the price of their subscription models what makes sense and so we want to talk a little bit about that today so first before we talk about uh this in any more depth about sort of the minutiae uh Tim, you're an avid Xbox user. How did yep. this make you feel?
1: Um I mean, I thought the price was a little excessive. But because I'm a Game Pass subscriber, it didn't really impact me. Right. Um I think everybody should sign up for Game Pass. Yep. Um if it, <sighs> I have this. I have this conversation with my buddy Drew, uh, because he was the kind of the first person to alert me to the fact that they had gotten rid of the twelve month uh, live subscriptions. Because he went to renew and he couldn't, or he could, but he couldn't get a, He couldn't find a twelve month easily. He had to do a little hunting around for that. And I was like, why don't you just sign up for Game Pass? Like, pay the monthly fee. And you, in addition to getting live, you get all those games available to play, and he didn't want to spend the extra money, right? But I did think of him immediately when I saw that increase because I was like, "Well, maybe Jeral will sign up for uh, for game Pass." hmm Well,
2: and that's what it was about, right that That's what Microsoft was trying to do. They were trying to say, "Look, why would you ever use this? Sign up for Game Pass." Yeah, that's uh, if you ask me, that's what they were trying to do.
0: Uh,
2: It wasn't that they were trying to put one over on people. They weren't trying. They were trying to push people into Game Pass. Yeah, because I honestly I I know everybody has them. Everybody has two subscription services, one for just getting online and one for getting games. And I have no idea why. (laughs) it just makes no sense. Just have one subscription service. Well, you know,
1: I. I. I think there is something to the fact that some people, probably a lot of people, it's probably not even, um, it's, it's probably more than we think, that just don't care for the, a lot of the variety in their gaming, right? Um, I, Microsoft does, does something that differs from PS Plus well, I think the, the really big difference is that they give you all those first party games included. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes really easy to sell when you're like, listen, I'm going to get three or four AAA games that I would pay $60 for. I'm going to get them for free because I'm paying for the subscription, right? For me, I'm going to get all of the Gears games, regardless of like what I, how I feel about the rest of the first party stuff. I'm going to get Gears for free which is great for me. Is that in gold? No, it's only in Game Pass. Yeah,
2: that's what I said. yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. It's in Game Pass, yeah.
1: Right. So, but you do get those people who don't play the variety of games. You get the Madden gamers and the and the NBA Live, the right. 2K players, right? The Call of Duty players, and that's all they play. Yeah. And so the subscription to have additional games uh doesn't necessarily Really entice them because they're not going to play those other games. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't see it, but
2: I just don't know how. That's got to be. I know a lot of times. I would think that's Mad. a significantly small portion of their market. No, it's
1: actually bigger. I think it's bigger than you think. I think it's probably I, 40, 50% of really? the audience play. Yeah. Wow. They play COD, a single game, they play Madden some of them may play both. Yeah. But it's COD and it's Madden or it's it's COD and it's the whatever their NBA game of choice is. Hell, FIFA. There are a lot of people that just play FIFA. Like you get those players that just play the sports games. Whatever their sport of choice is, that's what they play. Yep. And mm. that's and that's
0: kind of where a lot of the the frustration was amongst the the population they felt like they were getting screwed over as a as a core um, customer base, and this is part of the feedback of like what pissed off the internet. They felt screwed. They they were like, first of all, you're screwing over your your core membership, um, the the OG membership for Microsoft, one of the first um, you know console gaming memberships out there. Uh, But also there's this kind of glaring issue of the global economy and COVID having issues and people feeling like they were being forced to spend more money on something um, that was supposed to be kind of a safe haven. One of the only things that was still at their disposal and a form of entertainment during times when they're supposed to be at home quarantining. And now they're going to have to pay more to, to do that at home. And they just felt like if it was just somewhat of a, of a deaf tone from Uh, coming from Microsoft, that they didn't really pay attention to that specific fact. And then also just the fact that like Microsoft had been killing it up to this point. This was kind of like a a little bit of a PR fiasco in, in some cases. But up until this point, they had a great hold on the market where Xbox Series X is performing really well. The Series S is a great entry level to people who may not desire 4K gaming and want something a little bit more affordable that can kind of get them in the door, along with Game Pass. Like, they were they were doing all these great things, Game Pass Ultimate, and then they kind of step in the shit here. But what I where I think that they did a good job bringing it back was obviously, like, stopping... Like, they didn't even talk like they they halted like all pr for the rest of the day on friday they, they didn't even like they didn't tweet a thing uh even like people like major nelson and like those people didn't tweet anything until they like figured out how they were going to fix this because of how pissed off everybody was but at the end of the day they they backed up on it so i think that that they did save some face here and i, I think that that's a really i want to give microsoft some major kudos yeah like you sure you screwed up we all make mistakes it's all i'm a big believer in like how do you uh how do you fix it after the fact um and i think they did a really good job fixing this what what do you guys how do you guys feel about it today like at this point
2: okay fine (laughs) there are 90 million active it's a lot yeah xbox gold members and a little over 11 million game pass Mm -hmm. subscribers so, yeah, more than I thought, for sure. But, but
0: you bring up a really good point, right? Like, you can see what they were trying to do. They were really trying to push people to to go to Game Pass because it's it's the obvious better bang for your buck. And they want people playing their Microsoft Studio games because they spent all that money on them. They they got to kind of, you know, start reaping the benefit of that and, and increasing revenue to kind of make up for that is important. Um, but, you know... You can't just sit there and say, hey, all you do is play Call of Duty, stop, go play Gears of War or go play, you know, Grounded or, or whatever on your Xbox. So that, I don't think that, that that doesn't come off right. Like you should be thinking about your, you know, your, your player base as a whole. and I, And I think that they did a good job to step away from that
2: yes yeah, so i I wonder though how many of those people that play a single game and have gold for just that would try something else if it were available
0: i i would think that would so, be interesting uh, yeah i agree I think that we need a poll i think that people <laughs> i think that that would be a different conversation if people had more expendable income to to really think about that. In some of these cases, like if COVID wasn't a thing and people were thinking about, you know, like how they could spend their money a little bit more freely, like job losses weren't a thing and, you know, the economy, et cetera. Like, I think that it would be a different conversation. I think that would be a way easier yeah. conversation to have. Uh,
2: I mean, 120 bucks a year still isn't that much money.
0: It, well, it's yeah, ten bucks.
2: It's, it's only 10 bucks a month.
0: Yeah. It's really not that bad of a deal at the end of the day. But it's a way worse deal when it's five dollars a month.
2: Well, yeah, true. You know but... what I
0: mean? Like it's all a perception thing. I, I think that at the end, at the end of the day, they so, set a precedent.
2: Yeah, yeah, so now when they come back and say, "All right, you know what? It's only going to be two fifty extra a month," people go, "Okay, it's not as bad as it was going to be."
0: Well, and that's that's actually where I wanted to steer <laughs> the conversation conversation next, like. At some point, you know companies have to be okay with increasing their prices. We see this all the time with with subscription services in the industry, whether you're a consumer business consumer you know you see su- subscription services increasing, and that is to keep up with demand with you know r and d costs in um, investment back into the business for hiring and other, and other things and uh so I think that it would be okay. If Microsoft increased their, you know, what what they're paying for, or or what you would be paying for with Microsoft Gold, but I think that what we should talk about next is like, okay, how much should that be? Is it like a dollar, two dollars, like you're like you're talking about, Diddy, or should it, should it be more? Like Tim, like how much would you pay? Would you pay more than five dollars a month for for that service if that was the only service that you had?
1: Probably yeah I mean honestly like if if it had gone to ten bucks a month, I would have probably paid it
2: yeah uh, well, I guess the question is would you have considered dropping it if it went to ten bucks a month?
1: Probably not yeah I, I wouldn't either because here's the thing like at the point where I, I've, I've I've put I've made the investment, for the Xbox, right? So why would I not want the service that's going to make it better? Yeah, right. So all right, here here's here's the uh, the the correlation I'll make, right? And Alex, you'll get this. Back in the day, when you bought a Mac, and you went, you know, they would try to sell you a service that was called Dot Mac at the time, mm-hmm. right? And then it became Mobile Me. And it's what now Apple gives you for free. It's iCloud. As iCloud, right? But the pitch was you've spent this money on this device. Why wouldn't you spend the extra? I think it was 69 bucks when you bought the computer or $99 if you bought it standalone to get the best out of your out of your product, right? And, and they continued to sell that all the way through I don't know I don't know which iPhone they 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 finally started uh, giving it away but even up until the point where they started giving it away, I was paying for it like after I left Apple, I was still paying for it because it was a good service and it did make everything easier as it went to using your devices so that's kind of how I feel about go. You know, Xbox Live, like mm-hmm. Xbox Live, I think, is a requirement if you want to play anything online. Like if you want to if you want to do online gaming, like you're going to pay for Xbox Live. Yep. If you don't want to pay for Xbox Live and you want to do online gaming, like don't buy an Xbox buy a PC. Yep.
0: And actually, that brings up another another part of this conversation that I, I thought would be really interesting to dive into. We were talking a little bit about it before the show kind of came to this like a little bit of a realization that well first of all you know microsoft owns windows pcs like i got i got two of them right here i got a mac right over here but i got two of them right here and i could play i buy gears of war 5 and i'm playing it here on my pc and then Jay dimes is over on his xbox and he says alex let's let's play a game together and uh, I'm like, all right, let's go, let's go pwn some noobs together. Great. He has to pay for Xbox Live Gold in order for us to play online together. I don't. I just hop on my computer and play on the internet. How yeah. how much of a future does Xbox Live Gold even have? Why would like because d- I'm of the I'm of the opinion that. At some point down the line, because Microsoft likes to do this, they like to kind of make it as seamless of an experience as possible. Apple does a lot of this too, but it's like the look of Windows and the look of, of Xbox, it's kind of similar, right? Like even that that experience, the UI experience, and, and the user experience just in general, uh, I would be surprised if Xbox Live Goal even is a thing in the
1: future. What do you guys think? Listen, I, I think... That at this point, when you pay for Game Pass, you're not paying for live anymore. They're including live, but you're not actually paying for it. Right. They're giving you live. You're paying for the games. So I I think at some point what's going to happen is Microsoft is going to find a way to hide the price for live in what you're already paying for. Right. Right. I would love, and that's probably,
0: Diddy, like what you were talking about earlier, like I probably would see, I like they were like, let's get as many, let's obviously, let's increase the price of Xbox Live Gold so that they just look at this and be like, well, I'm just going to pay the extra couple bucks a month and just, or, you know, just get Game Pass Ultimate and boom, I'm, I'm getting all of this value, you know, at just an incremental increase in price. And that's probably, that was probably the end game. So they could look at it and be like, oh, you see all these, you know, 90 million people or whatever m- moving to Game Pass, that $11 million, or I'm sorry, that 11 million user number grows. Then they could just retire live. And they're not paying, they're not having people use that subscription anymore. And, and that's just another win in their book. They made that up
1: probably tenfold in some cases with Game Pass. Um or they'll do a thing where like when you buy the console it comes with a year service mm -hmm. and they'll let you get used to it and then after the year they'll nickel and dime the money out of you.
2: See, I Alex, I I think it might go the other way. Yeah. I think you'll have be able to subscribe to Game Pass for the PC, and you can play any of the games you want. Oh wait, you want to play with other people? That's an extra ten bucks a month.
0: Oh, for the cross-platform gaming
2: for the for the cro- oh for any online multiplayer gaming.
0: Oh, I see. I doubt they would do that just only because it's free right now. Like, so it, I think the problem
1: with that has to do with the 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 mechanism of like the gateway, right? Oh, I realize there's a technical. But I don't think they can. I, Microsoft can't charge you to play online on the PC because they don't own the met the, the the ecosystem. Yeah, they do. It's their OS. Yeah, they own Windows, but they don't own the internet. No, but they own the game. Uh, it's,
0: I, they, they see don't even own to...
1: the game, though. They don't own the game. Like uh, when I'm on my PC on and I want to play. No, it's it's not. So on my PC, right? If I buy Call of Duty, I don't have to buy it from Microsoft to play it. I can buy it what? from Activision. I can mm, buy it from Steam. Right. I can buy it from Epic. That's the difference between playing on the console and playing on the PC. When uh, I buy a game on the console, I am paying, I am essentially paying Microsoft for the ability to play that game on their platform. I and then they can, can set the gateway for how it connects to other players.
2: Right. But we're, I, I but, think. Um, I don't I don't what we're think... talking about is playing through game pass so I don't actually I haven't bought the game I haven't paid seventy dollars for the game okay I haven't paid for it I have a subscription so my subscription allows me to play Gears right. of war anytime I want to if I want to play Gears of War through game pass with friends it's an extra five bucks a month.
1: Yeah, but by the have time that you, connectivity. once you've bought Game Pass, you've bought the right to play online.
2: As long as you have Game Pass, right? But, but if I, I think un-
1: Alex's original question was about free gaming on the PC as a whole. Free free access. Well,
0: the point was is that you can play for free today. You can you can play that Gears of War Five. I'll just use that as, as an example. I can play that multiplayer for free. If I wanted to do that for my Xbox,
1: I can't unless I have gold. That's kind of what I mean. Right. right. So if Alex buys Gears of War five to play on the PC, like subscription to any service, notwithstanding, he can play online without having to pay anything extra. Right. If I do the same thing on the console. I still have to pay extra.
2: Yeah, correct. and, and he says he thinks that 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 fee to pay on to play online for the consoles will go away eventually. Eventually. And I don't think so. I think it'll go the other way. I think they'll charge you a fee to play online for the PC.
1: Hmm. I just don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how that will like how that's going to work. That would require every game every every game's point of sale store to charge you a fee because it's you Microsoft that- servers they're Gears of War servers. Well, that works for Gears of War, but like, what about so is Act? So you're saying Activision is going to charge you a fee, and Microsoft's going to charge you a fee? No, it's only and, for
2: their IPs. I mean, nobody cares about.
1: Yeah, but see, else. I don't know the micro. I don't. That's that's a that's a that's a big stand to make when Microsoft would be the only the only game manufacturer who's like, yo, if you want to pay our games online, you got to pay extra. I don't, I I can't see them doing that. Because people would just not play their games. I well, TV Travis is right. Well,
2: but see, I don't think they'll put it that way. They, they, won't, yeah, they won't market it that way. It'll, they'll slip it in with Game Pass or something at some point in time and increase the price and say, Game Pass went up and by the way, you can play with, you know, cross platform now easier with your friends and blah blah blah.
0: I mean I don't know how I don't know how they would make you pay for something and be like, it's gotta be way better. No it's like like how could you improve on that experience? <laughs> it's
1: just... Yeah, the only yeah the only I mean they can I don't think they can do any more than they're doing now. The which same is way they to try to bundle right a benefit to So like maybe maybe they could say listen you buy our game if you want to play online with our dedicated servers. It's going to be $5 extra a month. But I don't I, I don't see how they can sell that to the public without wrapping some sort of shiny benefit in to make them feel like they're getting something other than the right to play online. And that's oh, they, where
0: uh, that's a beauty pass. There's your added benefit right there like
2: Yeah, they'll roll it in with something else.
0: Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Game Pass more than pays for but it, but they're
2: doing it percent. now, right? They're doing it for the consoles and saying you can't play online unless you have Live. But that's where I think it's gonna.
1: But I think again, it goes back to them having full control of a particular ecosystem, right? Where I don't think they have full control over the ecosystem of PC but gaming I, in the same way.
2: I can buy Madden for my
1: uh, PlayStation you could buy Madden Mm -hmm. for your PlayStation, And honestly, I don't know many people that play Madden on PC, but like call of duty. Like I can't see Microsoft trying to charge me to play gears online when Activision isn't going to charge me to play call of duty online.
0: Travis in the chat, by the way, says that's been tried. I feel like it hasn't didn't go well games game to game. Like MMOs will have fees. But I can't see Microsoft trying to change for PC online play; they will get crucified. But if there's uh, the the barest hint of it, the peasants will revolt. That's kind of maybe even
2: sense. as a maybe even as a. <laughs> ah, how do you like this one? How do you like this? How about if they offer it as a DLC? A
0: de- <laughs> the ability to play online, you pay an the extra abil- fifteen dollars
2: license. The ability to play multiplayer. Oh,
0: God, that would be so stupid. I mean, like the DLC thing. Where well, multiplayer
1: happened. is a bolt-on, not included in the yeah. game.
0: Shit, you well you know now. What? No, listen, no, you, you give me that, and and make the price of the game fifty dollars.
2: Yeah, but they're not going to do that. But
0: that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> quid pro quo, man. I'm
1: a sales guy, so like, well, give me yeah, a, yeah, give me a, a a thing. No, I tell you what, just give me the option. Like Call of Duty, for instance, right? Most people that play Call of Duty don't play the campaign. Give me the option to just play multiplayer. Yeah. Right? Like, no. And I think Activision could make a killing at that. If they just charge a subscription model to, to Call of Duty online and it was just the multiplayer. And then if you wanted to play the campaign, you know, you can pay $25 and buy the campaign. And they're doing but that most today. people are going there for...
0: They did that. Yeah, yeah they're doing they that with Warzone that. today. Specifically, well, Warzone. Warzone is, free, isn't it? Warzone is free. That's what I'm saying. Like free. And, and same thing can be said about Fortnite. And Apex well, Warzone Legends is and all also
1: that. battle royale, right? Right.
0: It, but that that's See, battle royale. That. But but I don't but want what the, I'm the battle royale. You man. could you could even go as far as to say multiplayer games in general are just become free, and then all of a sudden, all the payment goes towards. Like any,
1: the campaign or the campaign or something like that.
2: I'm all for that. Actually, I'd be all for that.
1: But then you've got to give them something like dedicated servers. Because if I'm paying you to play the game online, like, yo, these servers better work. They better work. I know. And that's, that's, yeah. And if you think back, what was it, 10, 15
0: years ago when they implemented these servers in the first place in this pay model, this is why They, they needed the, to upkeep the servers things have gotten a lot more complex and simpler at the same time with how you manage that as you know an it company but i think that there is something to be said about where where technology is today to kind of alleviate some of that you know so who knows i don't know but if you have a thought on this at home but i encourage you to to jump in and uh and and let us know you can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com what do you want to see in this model uh you know in in the future um because uh, you know another thing to think about is like this is a solid revenue stream um (laughs) they'd have to make up the money somehow and you know frankly this is paying a lot of people's paychecks right like it's not like it's just some evil corporation raking in all the cash this is like there are people behind a lot of that that are paying for
2: this you know we looked that up. What does it it cost between eighty and a hundred million dollars to produce a triple A title now?
0: Yeah, it was something like that.
2: Uh, so think about that. Yeah. Eighty to a hundred million dollars. They gotta recoup that cost somehow.
1: Yep. But good games do it.
0: They do, yeah. Good. Even right. if it's just aesthetic, like good games will make up good, for that. Good
2: games do that. Good games do it. But honestly, from what I've read lately, they're barely doing it. Yeah. And you know what happens when it gets to the point when they're not
1: and like uh, we talk- listen, I, you've Go gotta you've gotta put a game out that's worth playing. Yeah. I mean i I think it's I think I don't think it's often that you get a game that's worth the price of admission, and people don't come.
0: Yeah, and, and Travis and Chas—that's probably and, true. Travis and Chas mm-hmm. is no different than the film industry, and and I would agree to an extent. Um, and it's probably actually I agree to a large extent. You know, if you think about where you make up a lot of the money, and George Lucas did this great with Star Wars licensing uh action figures you you make t-shirts that commemorate the thing that you that you made um ip you know licensing to whatever product that you're trying to make on its behalf like there's something to be said about that so um there there could be other ways of recouping the money that um it's not just box office sales it's not just game sales it's it's a lot more than that that can kind of go into recouping some of those costs but it's still a lot of money you know?
2: right for games nowadays right it's cosmetics it's it you know all that actually there's lots of merchandising that goes with games and stuff now yeah so um yeah yeah they have the, they have other revenue streams but it's still a lot of money to it's make a lot it, it is yeah
0: so uh, i'm i'm very eager to hear from our listeners if you guys have any thoughts on this don't be shy Re, uh write in and we will respond to your email just like we did audi you can email again joystick and mouse at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter. Um, all of our info is over at joystickandmouse.com. Um, gentlemen, I don't think that we have a full stream ahead thing um, that is relevant here, nor do we have a video game review. And No, but I, I,
2: I see those com- the companies that are doing the game streaming services are going to have the same issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. They, they have exactly the same issue with with what do we charge to give people a good enough service and experience to make them want to use it.
1: Yep. But, you know, right? here's, here's the big thing for them, right? Their number one benefit that they are giving people is that they are taking away the cost to the consumer to purchase hardware that keeps up with the speed the requirements of the They're current generation's up. games. Right. They are bearing that they are bearing that burden on the back end. They're only asking you to have right. a certain amount of bandwidth, which you would want regardless, really. I mean, to be honest with you, right? So like yeah, the it, issue that, always- that's really a benefit to to the users. I mean, I, it look no further than Cyberpunk where the consensus says the best way to play cyberpunk is over stadia. Stadia is a service that nobody was finding a lot of plus with, you know, but they're showing their benefit with how they how, how it handles cyberpunk. Yeah. Right. Like that's the benefit you yeah. get.
2: Yeah. The, the thing about that is though, is, is I can have the, the, the best PC in the world sitting on the back end And if all I have to play is Zork, you know, it's text-based, that's... Uh,
0: but Zork is going to look really fucking uh, good. It's so going to look those, really
2: Those good. letters are going to be fucking crisp. It's going to be crisp. 4K.
0: <even.
1: laughs> 4, 4K text yeah. is
2: going to look awesome. So,
1: so check this out. Maybe here's the next page for Microsoft, right? And again, I, I think... I don't think there's anybody in this industry that might be better suited to do this, but maybe the next generation from Microsoft is not a console as we know it. It may just be a dummy box. And the service client, that you pay... The, I said the, that. the service that you pay for is going to be them streaming the game to their thin client and so, you getting everything that you get right now with your, with your Xbox without having to buy an Xbox that supports... Somebody needs New to go hard. back
0: twenty episodes ago when I said that. I,
1: I remember you yeah, said. I, I mean, and this, and this in this Xbox that we have right now, could be the thin client in the next generation. Shit. See, I, yeah. I
2: I think we'll see that in this generation. I I think give it a year, maybe maybe a year and a half. You know, and how they had that that in between iteration with the Xbox and the PlayStation. I think you're going to see it. You're going to see a thin client box come out from both these people that I, will hook up to the streaming services.
0: I mean, I've said this is this is the last console generation, like like physical console generation. I think. No, that we're well, I don't.
1: I I don't know if that's going to be true because I th- like, for instance, Sony. Like, I don't know if they're going to be willing to put the money in for the infrastructure. To be able to make a thin client and support or, it, or or willing to partner with somebody to do it, yeah, right, or willing to, but, but see, they're here's not the willing problem. to give up Everybody that. Everybody that they would have partnered with is making money on their own. That's what I'm saying. So but that's like, that's the tough part. I mean, maybe what Sony brings is like they go to Stadia and say, "Listen, maybe we give you a little money to infuse." infuse the 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 product and we leverage the fact that we have amazing first party games and say okay if you're not buying a playstation the only place you can get these first party games is with stadia that could that could be a great game changer but i i think i really think that that's the move for for microsoft
0: yeah well write in and let us know what you thought. you know guys that that uh Wait, what wrong one? Hold on. This we we had like an impromptu um, (laughs) full stream ahead segment without even thinking about it.
1: Yeah,
0: Uh, but write in and let us know your thoughts on today's conversation, gentlemen. That will be uh, a, a show. Let's clap it out, chat. If you would like to uh, to reach out to us, like I mentioned before, joystickandmouse.com, all of our individual contact information is there, uh, as well as links to your favorite podcatcher so you know how to subscribe to us uh, wherever you like to listen to the pod- podcast. It's there we're also on youtube if you uh, want to go back and watch the live shows those get posted uh every like wednesday or thursday but we record every monday live here on twitch.tv slash alex albisu all the links are over at joystickandmouse.com so again thank you very much hey, for listening if, oh did he go ahead before we
2: sign off yep. before we sign off uh, i just want to say I did get my PS five this week. I know I've been complaining about that for a couple of shows now. Yes. Um,
0: I didn't know if you wanted big, to drop it.
2: I did. Big shout out to Jay dimes. Thank you so very much, sir. I very much appreciate that.
1: You're welcome, sir. You um, very my, welcome.
2: guys had my back and, and I really appreciate it. Yeah. So, I had it and in my next fucking car. Next, <laughs> next week. Stay tuned. I will have a full review about the, the PS five because
1: I have thoughts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> next, next week. PS5 deep dive with Diddy. Diddy's Soon Alex get, will be able to use
1: deep. all of his uh his his, his Hilton points to buy I know I got so
0: 5. many Hilton points from from traveling for work and you can use those to towards Amazon credit and I have enough to buy a PlayStation 5 just to kind of give you a sense of and then some and <laughs> of, of how much I traveled for work. Um so yeah, tune in next week we're going to talk about the PlayStation 5. Uh so until next time Diddy.
2: See you later, folks.
0: J Dimes, take it easy. From me, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Take care.
1: If you like this show, check out more great content at IncastMediaNetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.
0: <laughs> Homemade bread, frozen loaves. Well.
2: Store-bought
0: homemade Store, Store-bought homemade, yeah, but it's still, well, I, does it become homemade bread if it's frozen and you make it at home, like you finish it at home? It's home-baked bread then. It's home-baked. Home-baked bread. That sounds like the name of a, what's the whitest band you know, a Nickelback uh uh cover band. <laughs> nick
2: Nickelback
0: is the whitest band i don't know. know that's the first thing that came to mind is nickel <laughs> no i th- think it would be you two well that's pretty
2: white you two I, i'd have to agree but you I two might like... be the whitest band
1: oh please or led zeppelin go the, on, the, the go the on, get on, get in on this leonard, oh, leonard, leonard skinner is yeah. the whitest Ginnard. band the yeah whitest oh, band. Oh, okay fine man.